Hello and welcome back to UFO Invitation Day. On this podcast, average people are given the chance to invite the intelligent beings responsible for the UFOs in our skies to make direct and open contact with us as a people. And today I have with me Roxanne, who is somebody I've talked with about this subject on a, a fairly regular basis. So welcome, Roxanne. Thank you. And thank you for being the first guest on my podcast. Oh, I'm very, very, very grateful to talk to our entities out there in the big bad world. So let's start by um, getting to know you just a little bit. If you could say a few words about who you are and, and what you're about. Well, my name is Roxanne, and I am a leather instructor. Um, I teach on a regular basis. I was a factory worker for many, many years and retired and decided to do my life fashion. And have you ever seen a UFO yourself, Roxanne? I gotta be honest with you, I'm not real sure. Um, I truly believe, um, my thought is I think that I did one time. I was snowmobiling as a teenager and the sky lit up and something came down and I couldn't get to it in time. It was a very, very dark night and I think there was something there. I felt a little aura around me. Um, I, I have this thought in my head that how can we as a people, as smart as we are, as all-knowing as we are, think that with all of the universes out there, that how can we be so arrogant to think that we are the only entity, the only people, the only, the only thing out there? Well, thank you for sharing that encounter, um, something you've never shared before with me. But in any case, uh, why? let's leave a message for our visitors. And the way this works is just think about it as uh, leaving a message on their voicemail. So instead of us talking about them, uh, this gives you a chance to say directly to them, uh, what you would like them to know. So the floor is yours. Hello, my name is Roxanne. I would like to make an invitation to anyone or everyone out there. And I think we did July 1st, correct? Correct. That I would like to send an invitation out there to you that we are friendly. And if at all possible, if you're out there watching us, guiding us, that you know that I am thankful for your guidance and hopefully maybe you can help us in the near future to 
maybe stabilize what we have here and what's going on in this country and our world. And hello from Okay, well, thanks so much, Roxanne. Um, so how did that feel? Um, a little strange leaving, leaving a voicemail to something you don't know or something you're not sure of. But yet, um, I don't think it's any different than doing something that you've never done before. You know, whether it be skateboarding or skiing or zip lining, you know, there's a little unknown entity out there in anything you do that you've never done before. Yeah, exactly. I see it very similarly that it's kind of like writing your congressman. I mean, your congressman doesn't get back to you, but you of let your not. you let your congressman know what's important to you. And you, you bring up a very good point. I mean, not only we are asking them to contact us directly, but my gosh, we're also asking for them to help us out if at all possible. Yeah, I mean, if they're out there monitoring, um, hoping, uh, you know, it, it, it's no different than a case study. You know, I mean... Your case study manager um, manages you, so to speak. So if they are out there, why can't they help us? But if they're leaving it up to us to ask for help, then if we don't ask for help, you know, it's our fault, right? Exactly. That's the whole impetus behind this podcast, that maybe they're waiting for us to ask. And I don't think they're waiting for the government to ask, because I I don't think they um, are all that impressed with the power structures that we've put together on Earth. They're waiting yeah. for they're waiting for enough of us to be comfortable enough to reach out directly to them and ask for help. Um, yes, I agree. Yeah, I think it has to come from us. And I think you also I, I think you also alluded to the possibility that they've they've provided direct help for us in the distant past, or at least there's good reason to suspect that happened. And if that happened back then, I mean, why not? Why not now? Of course. Um, I guess there would be a factor like three strikes and you're out kind of thing, or, you know, um, are, are they waiting for it to get so bad? I mean, I think we as a society have to tar- charge and, you know, there's an old saying that says it only takes one to make a difference. But that one has to snowball. It, you have to make the snowball, and you have to roll it down the hill. And then it picks up all these people along the way. So we have to start someplace. So you, Tom, have started the snowball rolling. 
That's my intention. And thank you for bringing up July 1st, because I designated July 1st as UFO Invitation Day, meaning that everybody who wants to, um, on that particular day, reaches out to them with a direct invitation to make contact. I mean, there's reason to believe they they communicate telepathically, and, and they would be aware of this phenomenon going on on Earth. Um, of course, I think so. I mean, if they're all-knowing and they're, you know, watching us up there like our um, airplane controllers do, um, it, picking up the senses of one at a time and popping us up onto a board and monitoring who we are and what we are, there are so many things that could happen, should happen, hopefully will happen. In my lifetime, maybe not, but maybe tomorrow. Who knows? Well, I certainly but hope. I want to be there. <laughs> So do I. I think it would be one of the most exciting days of not just my life, but everybody's life on Earth. So, you know, the, the universe has been around 13 billion years. The sun's only about 4 billion years old. So there were billions of years before the sun even started shining when other societies, other civilizations, you know, could have been developing learning and improving their technology. So it, we're kind of late on the scene. Oh, I, I fully believe that wherever or whoever they are, uh, they're way ahead of us. Um, not that we haven't made good strides, but for whatever reason, um, we have a tendency to hold back a little bit. Um, whether it's because our government don't want us to go 120 miles an hour, they only want us to go 80. Um, I'm not quite sure. Well, the Maybe our government is scared of what we could do as a society if we really all did get together. Well, fear is certainly a potent force in, in our personal lives and, and I'm sure in the lives of government officials. Because it's, it's very challenging to um, change your worldview. And this, this would be a challenge to, to many people. With that in mind, let me ask you, um, you know, some people feel it might challenge their religious beliefs. Does the idea of foreign or off-world civilizations threaten your sense of spirituality at all? I don't think it should. I mean, if you think about what spirituality is, it's a belief. So why should a another being from another galaxy, so to speak, or, you know, whatever the case may be, um, they may call it something different than we do. 
why should it affect that? Um, it, it's no different than we have different species of animals. That doesn't affect our belief. Um, when I discuss ETs or aliens, um, what if the ant population is an alien species? It doesn't affect anybody's or shouldn't affect your belief in any way, shape, or form. A belief is a belief. Yeah, even, I'm not Catholic, but even the Vatican has come out with statements that the existence of off-world species um, is not inconsistent with Catholicism. Um, Correct. I mean, you know, nothing should hinder your belief or beliefs if you're a true believer. You, your faith, your belief in God, your belief in Buddha, your belief, it, it's what and who you are. Just because there is another entity out there I mean, that would be like saying there is no other galaxies out there. There's no other stars out there. There's no other planets out there but Earth. Well, obviously, we know there's other planets out there. You know, so some. What would be the difference? <clears throat> right. I mean, they're they're all children of God. Um, at least that's that's the statement of that's the statement of the Vatican, and some people believe the Vatican is, is aware uh, that these beings exist, like many governments, but has not come out and said it openly. Of course not, because they do not want to lose their control. I mean, that's my place. I mean, the government doesn't want to lose control. The Vatican doesn't want to lose control. I think they have lots of things in their little basement and their books and paperwork and everything else that we do not know about. And it would be very interesting to see what they have mm -hmm. as far as information and proof as well. Isn't that the case? For sure. You know, that would be very enlightening, I think. You know, one thought I've had, I've never spoken with you about, but, you know, as our country deals with our budget issues, you know, these um, these off-world peoples have been monitoring us for decades, you know, sending these ships to keep an eye, keep an eye on us uh, and show up in our skies. And can you imagine trying to get a budget like that approved in our society? I mean, they're willing to go. To, they're willing to go to great lengths, just just to keep an eye on how we're developing. And I just want to say to them directly, I really appreciate that. Um, and I'm not sure we as a species are as willing to put out to monitor somebody else who doesn't affect us that directly. Oh, I I agree, and I think possibly at times, they could have sent people to guide us and help us. But it, it, if you look at history, 
Um, there has been good senators, good congressmen, good presidents that it just doesn't fly because our society won't let it. So what if they sent these people to do what needed to be done and all of a sudden they can't do it because our society, our government, our state, our whatever won't let it. Well, you raise a good point that maybe societies in the past have been more open and, and willing to accept help um, than we seem to be. But hopefully that is changing. You know, there, there, there are pictures of space entities in, uh, in the cave art of very primitive peoples. So there's reason to think that they've, they've been here directly more than they are um, in the recent past. But hopefully that, that's going to change. I mean, wouldn't it be nice, instead of fighting with each other, to spend our time learning about um, off-world people and their societies and, and how they've solved their problems? I mean, wouldn't that be a nice break from all the infighting that's been going on in recent years? Oh, for sure. I mean, there would be nothing better to get back to just learning about our history and not covering it up, not changing it, just just be, just learn, just live, just respect each other. Well, Roxanne, respecting each other is a good place to wrap this up. So I want to thank you so much for appearing on this channel and podcast. And anything you well, want? Thank you very much for inviting me. And I hope and pray that we find something out there that is going to help and guide us into a better world because we surely need it right now. Absolutely. And although we all fear changing, um, I think that's what we all want deep down. So take care. and Thank you and thanks for inviting me. You're welcome. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.